Hello and welcome to An Image is Worth a Thousand Words. My name is Rob and don't forget to check out the rest of my blog posts on my website at robhextor.com. Hello and this week's article is about vending machines that apparently serve the perfectly poured pint. I don't know if that's really possible, apparently, but I thought I'd actually come to a place where I know someone who serves perfectly poured pints of Guinness. And so just for the, the research factor, uh, I'm going to go into Bar Carlingford here in Victoria Gastace to get myself a perfectly poured pint of Guinness. I'll do anything for you guys. So this will be step one of pouring a pint of Guinness. Because if I'm right, there are two steps to pouring the Guinness. And step three would be drinking it. Now watch this, guys. This is an amazing trick. Look at that. Oh, uh, that just looks like Jupiter or some amazing gas giant planet. Oh, this two-step pouring system also allows the barman to get his other jobs done. So now we go for step two, and this is where, this is the difference between a machine giving you a pint and a, an amazing barman giving you a pint, because look at that dome, the dome on there. It's actually above the glass, but it's not coming down the side of the glass. Look at that. That is the perfectly poured pint of Guinness. So that is perfect. Look at that dome, because it doesn't spill all the way down. The, oh, just a little bit of spillage there, but that. But that's okay. That. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to have to drink that. Step three. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Paul. That's very kind of you to clean my... Oh, okay. Because step three, obviously, is to drink it. That is so good. You can't beat the perfectly poured, bartender poured pint of Guinness. Absolutely fantastic. Look at that. And here is this week's question. Will vending machines kill off bartenders? Before you start, check that you understand this vocabulary. Pause the video to make sure that you understand everything. I took this week's picture at opening time in Bar Carlingford, my favourite place to start off the weekend after finishing work on a Friday evening. It's a good time to go in, as co-owner Paul is not yet too busy pulling pints in his small but busy bar and so has time for a friendly chat. At the same time, 
I can grab a table for when my friends follow me in a little later. Especially in winter, Bar Carlingford is a great place for a few rounds of tasty Irish and British beers before heading home for supper or meeting others to go to a concert, watch a film at the cinema or have a big night out. The main task of a bartender is to prepare the customer's drinks, be that pouring wine, pulling pints or mixing cocktails, as well as preparing the food and snacks that the hungry punters order to accompany their liquid refreshments. These two tasks can, arguably, be carried out by machines, specifically vending machines. As technology advances, more and more traditional jobs come under threat, the latest being that of the bartender as enterprising startups search for new opportunities that they believe resolve annoying problems or fill a gap in the market. One such startup is eBar, the brainchild of Sam Pettifer, who, while taking a break from studying for an MBA, missed the winning try of a Six Nations rugby game because he was waiting in the queue at a sparsely staffed bar in the stadium. That moment of frustration was his light bulb moment, and he decided to work on a solution to this perennial problem. After much experimentation, he patented a method for filling up pint-sized cups of beer under pressure inside a vending machine. The company he went on to found, eBar, now has over 50 mobile automated kiosks in the UK that appear at sporting events and concerts all over the country as well as permanent beer walls of four serving machines that have been installed at several football stadiums. Each e-bar can pour up to 200 pints an hour, including the notoriously tricky to pour Guinness, something a regular bar would need two or three people to do. Even though an e-bar does require a certain amount of staffing, mostly to check ideas, hand out pint-sized plastic cups and explain how things work, one person can oversee multiple kiosks and the machines, in a case of history repeating itself yet again, can work for hours on end without having to comply with any labour laws designed for humans. Is this yet another ancient industry being dehumanised by technology or is it an example of an innovative solution to a classic bottleneck that reduces inefficiencies and boosts income. Ebar states that the company's mission is to ensure that anyone who wants a pint at a large-scale event can get one without missing any of the action. I decided to ask Paul, whose speciality is serving the perfect pint of Guinness, what he thought about this encroachment of technology into his profession. Does he see vending machines such as eBar as a threat to bartenders? We, as bartenders, provide that also necessary human contact, the friendly face and a warm smile, he explained. The traditional bar provides a meeting point where people can unwind after work or have a nice evening out with friends. We are a focal point for our community where people can get recommendations about what else they can do in the area. Machines can help to reduce queues at busy events where time is of the essence, but they will never listen to your problems, tell you where to get a good curry or recommend a great TV series. Perhaps new technology and good old human relationships 
can live side by side. After all, we still enjoy eating out in restaurants, even if we regularly order takeaway food via an app on our mobile phones. Times change, and our lifestyles with them, but genuine human warmth is an asset to be treasured and enjoyed. And good bartenders will always have that competitive edge over boxing machines and synthetic voices that can't look us in the eye, lend a comprehending ear, or share a high five when our favorite team scores that winning try. Cheers! Let's chat about the picture and those ideas. Number one, describe the picture in as much detail as possible. What are the different people thinking? Number two, do you ever have problems getting refreshments at bars or events? What causes the problems? Number three, do you have a favorite place where you like to start your weekend? Describe it. Number four, what machines or apps do you use that have eliminated the need to talk to a person. Number five, will machines or apps eventually substitute humans in all aspects of work? Which jobs might survive? And here's a quick activity for you. You have been asked to take part in a debate. You have to defend the role of human interaction in our daily life. Shops, bars, health, banking, public administration, etc. Write and then make a speech. Thank you for watching. I hope this was useful. Have a great day, a great week, and an absolutely fantastic weekend. Bye.